This is the Pack Brothers Podcast. Here are your hosts, David and Michael. Hey, greetings, salutations, and all that jazz. From sunny Orlando, Florida, the city beautiful, this is the Pack Brothers Podcast. I'm your co-host, David, and with me as always is my brother, Michael. Yes, hello out there, everybody in podcast land. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, or here we are again, so soon. And today's episode is brought to you by the Reese's Overload. Sh- uh, what is that? Not a shake. It well, well, I guess it could be a shake, but we got the waffle cone. The Reese's Overload waffle cone from Sonic. Yeah, the Sonic Drive-In Restaurant. There's two options. You can get the waffle cone or a milkshake variety of this tasty treat. We enjoyed the waffle cone on our weekly drive, leaving the quarantine zone or whatever lockdown or however you want to describe what's going on right now across the country and in Florida here in particular. I guess it's actually called the Reese's Overload Blast if you get the, like, you know, milkshake. Or I guess it's their um, version of a blizzard or whatever. It's called a blast. Right. Apparently. Well, whatever it is, it's, it's delightful. If you like, I like Reese's Pieces. It's one of my favorite candies. I think it's a good, uh, you could eat a bunch of them and not get overwhelmed by the flavor. At yep. least I can. I've liked them ever since E.T. Right. That's what, 81, maybe? Yeah, uh, yeah 81, I think. Is when 82. It, it was when that know. E.T. movie came out, and I went to see it in the theaters, I think at least twice. Maybe it was twi- 82. I don't know. I saw it in the theaters twice. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and he ate Reese's Pieces. That's how Elliot kind of lured him. The now, first are they time. Reese's Pieces or Reese's Pieces? Well, I think Reese's Pieces, actually. Okay. But I just, I don't know. I, I want to make them rhyme. It's Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. All right. Reese's Pieces. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I know. They're, they're pronounced different ways. Who, who knows? Reese's Pieces. But they're good. And they're full in this waffle cone. The waffle cone is coated in peanut butter. On the inside. The outside the, would be really messy. Yeah, on the inside. Uh, it is still messy. I, I managed to get some on my shorts and shirt. While <laughs> you did. It. You made a mess in the car. But that's okay. And it's chock full of uh, the Reese's Pieces. Yep. And, and I guess that would be the pronunciation. It rhymes. Yeah, yeah that's my thought. But anyway, it, it was really good. It's a lot. I mean, it's definitely a treat. Don't do this every day. Uh, but it's certainly something that you should be checking out if you like that kind of thing. And really, why wouldn't you? Who doesn't? I certainly do. Okay, so uh, we're still going through the public service announcements and the different commercials that you'd often see on Saturday mornings. And uh, this is a two for today. We've got a couple that by themselves probably wouldn't take a whole episode, but together that they, I think we can make it fill the time. And I think we've got maybe one more episode after this because we thought we were done, and then we thought, whoa, 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 we haven't covered one. So we'll uh, do that one next time. Yeah, there was an obvious one that we were forgetting, and now we remember, and so we'll add it on the next episode. And then maybe we'll take a break. Uh, we'll, we'll at least focus on something else. I don't know why. We'll figure something out. If you want us to cover something or talk about something, let us know, um, and we will be happy to oblige. Yeah, within reason. If it's boring, we won't do that. We just won't respond. <laughs> That's right. We'll say thank you, and then we'll throw it away. So, uh, the first one I wanted to talk about today was the Zach of all trades. Zach of all trades. So Not Jack of all trades. No, Zach of all trades. And I'm sure you remember these. I, I think I do. Yeah, they were mostly, I think, on ABC 
or were they on other stations? They, I know they were Saturday morning, and they were kind of interspersed with the other PSAs and other toy commercials and whatnot. I want to say they were at ABC. I but think I, they I, were. I don't know. But anyway, it w- they would always start out the same way, and this is the way they would start out right here. Uh, I assume this is, uh, you can hear this. We'll try it. All right. Don't pout. Check it out. That's going to show you what work's about. I'll say, say, don't pout. Yes, check it out. Zach's going to show you what work's about. All right, so this is something you're probably not thinking about a lot when you're watching Saturday morning cartoons. It's like, I'm going to get a job someday. Yeah, and I think that's the reason that they started making these. It's because just to kind of put it on kids' radar screens and uh, maybe to take some of the concern or the fear or the anxiety out of someday having to not just sit home and play with toys and goof off, but actually get a job someday. Yeah, and I think that's important. I know, and I, I didn't really think about that at all uh, when I was growing up. But who knows? Maybe this somehow subconsciously influenced me. Maybe it did. I don't know. Um, so the voice of Zach, do you know who that is? No, I do not. I, I, his name is Zach. So, <laughs> you know, Zach... Brown. Zach oh. is the character. No, but that the person doing the voice, the the lyrics and the, the singing and the, the dialogue is Luther Vandross. Oh, <laughs> I did not know that. Yes, it is. That's Luther Vandross. And uh, he did three one minute shorts. Uh, he always appears via a stream of notes emanating from a radio speaker. So it's like he somehow uh, flies out of the radio or the boom box since it is the 80s and uh, just starts snapping his fingers and giving advice about careers. Oh, well, that was very nice of him to do that. I know. Why did he do after it was over? Did he go back in the radio until he, he was needed again? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He just kind of flies back in the radio and that's that. All right, well, thanks, I guess. Yeah, I mean, at least in one of these uh, shorts he does. Um, so there were three, that's all. I only made three one-minute shorts with Zach. Oh, wow. Uh, and so he, he was put in place to kind of help young kids, teenagers plan for their careers. So um, one of them is called Make a Choice, and it's based loosely on Hit the Road Jack, and I think that's the one I've started here. All right. Let's uh, hear Making a Choice then. If it's not, I will, I'll, re- I'll redirect this. Okay. Listen up, children, if you want to know what tomorrow will bring and where you will go. Got to find your dreams and goals. Time to pick your schemes and roll. Make a choice, Jack. Can't lie on your back all day. No way, no way, no way. Make a choice, Jill. Can't lie on the hill all day. No way, no way, no way. You both can make choices about a career. Without any fear, you can be what you want. It becomes very clear when you believe in yourself and take time to prepare. Let's think about a career. We can both be an engineer or learn about the atmosphere. Oh, here's the road, Zach. They've got the knack. It's clear they're on the right track to a career. Okay, well. Yeah, I would say that's very actionable if they wanted to. <laughs> if whoever would hit the road, Jack, wanted to sue, make a choice, Jack, probably is just a little too close. Yeah, it doesn't get better as far as the originality <laughs> and the uh, copyright infringement of songs for Zach of all trades. 
But, I mean, that's good advice. Believe in yourself and take time to prepare, and then you can, you know, have a career someday. You can be an engineer or learn about the atmosphere, which I guess is to be meteorologist or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, maybe they thought meteorologist was a bridge too far for a uh, a term to be dropping on kids between episodes of uh, Smurfs or uh, Garfield and Friends or whatever ABC was showing. Yeah, but I, I it's they're catchy. They'll stick with you. You might start mixing them up with Hit the Road Jack in this case, but... I yeah, make I, a choice, Jack. It's Jack and Jill. They were lying on the hill, and he helps them prepare for a career instead of just lying there. All right. Well, that was nice. I can understand that, and I do remember that. So do you remember any of the other ones uh, that he did? There's I two I, more. I do. I remember... Uh, is it The Future Blob? The Future Blob is probably the one I remember the most, yeah. Um, and we can play a little bit of that. That's the one where... So the future blob is kind of this green, amorphous creature that appears when kids worry about their upcoming careers. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of a high concept, maybe. Yeah, I don't really remember seeing them. I did sometimes wonder what I was going to do when I grew up. I mean, I only had a, an amorphous idea myself, which was to do something with computers. So <laughs> my future blob was just computers. So if you were in this commercial then and uh, you were concerned about your career, after you prepared, the future blob would actually take the form of a computer because he would always take the form of whatever career the kid selected. Somehow, he, that was a, a weakness of his, I guess. Oh, wow. That's his, life. That's his kryptonite. That's his kryptonite, yeah. So uh, we could play just a little bit of that. We don't have to play the whole thing, but I'll start it. and We'll play it until we can't stand anymore. All right. I like that plan. Don't pout. Check it out. Zach's going to show you what work's about. No need to get scared. You can make the future by being prepared. Ask, what do I like to do? What jobs are suited to me? I like to skate. I like to go bowling. But my favorite hobby is cutting and sewing. You can get going. Plan a business sewing. It's your job. It's your job. Your future job. There are many jobs you can train for. Seamstress tailor, costume designer, alterations, pattern maker. I am the blob, the future blob. It's no blob when you plan for a job. Don't be afraid. Make a career and get paid. I do like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she just starts skating away with the, the blob in, in the form of a sewing machine. So I don't know how that happens. If he somehow breaks free eventually, I don't know how the, the commercial ends. Yeah, I, I don't know either, but I do... I mean, it was always very catchy to me for some reason. Now, it's interesting she says that she likes bowling, but then she settles on cutting and sewing, and I think <laughs> that's probably maybe the little more realistic one because if you like bowling, well, unless you're going to be a bowler, you're pretty limiting your career choices <laughs> right. at that point. And the first thing she says, I like to skate because she's roller skating throughout the commercial. So I, he, she could have been roller derby, you know, or anything like that. But exactly. no, seamstress Taylor probably is a good idea or, or fashion designer. Okay, well that, yeah, that's, I like that one. So the last one is... I do not remember the last uh, one. So it, <laughs> again, this is a very... Uh, derivative? It's, yeah, it's derivative. Uh, it's called Talents. And uh, it, well, you'll catch on to what song it's based on pretty quick. So we'll play a little bit of that, too. All right. This is Talents. And Zach's going to tell you what work's about. Zach's going to show you what work's about. <laughs> You're going to make a good penny when you know you have many. I remember this now. 
name for? I can cook and fix a car, read a book and gaze at stars. What kind of jobs am I good for? Tell me. Chef, engineer, journalist, astronomer. Okay, so this is just a blatant ripoff. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's the name game, basically. But I do like how they just draw these conclusions. Like, I can read a book. Okay, journalist. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, you know... Um, that's a bit of a uh, that's a leap. Yeah, it's a yeah. Leap. I guess it, you know, kids got to aim high, uh, but that's fine. Uh, they can do that. <laughs> you you got to start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so those are the only three. That's uh, it. That's all. I mean, but then again, you know, how much can you say about getting a career that hasn't been said by those three? Yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, <laughs> you know, that that's pretty uh, um, comprehensive. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I needed I needed Zach to help me there. <laughs> he was our first guidance counselor. We didn't even know it. <laughs> we didn't know that. That's right. So yeah, that's but that's the first one. That's Zach of all trades. Um, but yeah, I always thought that the songs were catchy and memorable, and I think they always did a good job with these uh, public service announcements. Clearly, we're still talking about them into our uh, middle age, so uh, it had some uh, effect on us. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I think that's a, good, a sign of a good uh, PSA if you still remember it. All these years later. So uh, that's uh, it for Zach Voltrade. Do you have anything you wanted to say about it? Uh, nope. Just uh, thanks, Zach, for your help. Didn't even know you helped me, but I guess you did. Right. So uh, the other one I wanted to talk about today was Scooter Computer and Mr. Chips. Oh, I, I did like these because, as I mentioned earlier, I liked computers. I got a computer in fourth grade, and it was an old Apple IIe. I mean, it was new, but it was and by, by the today's standards, standards. Today's standards, yeah, exactly. You know, green screen and very little memory, no hard drive and all that stuff. But I loved it, and these commercials, if I recall anyway, they covered some c- computer concepts. Right, they did. You know, these came up around the same time as... The, their shorts were produced around 82 to 84. That's about the same time we got that computer. So it was a good timing for us anyway to be able to get more out of these than maybe the average kid. Yeah, we, it may have spoke more to us than any of our neighbors or other friends because, hey, he has a computer. I have a computer. Right. Now, I will say these songs are not to me as catchy. Do you even remember any of the songs? I do not. I remember, okay, I remember like... They would start off like Scooter Computer and Mr. Chips and action at their fingertips or something at their fingertips. I think the answer. Answer yeah. at their fingertips. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Action would make sense. Answer <laughs> makes much more sense. Uh, but then that's where my memory ends. Well, they were long. That's one thing. These were usually around three minutes and 20 seconds. Oh, my word. Right. So it was like a whole ad break. Yeah, it was a whole ad break just for this, uh, which is, you know, a big... Uh, ask maybe for some of these networks, but well, I, mean, I guess yeah, that's that's like Schoolhouse Rock size. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, some of the the voice of Mr. Chips we'll get to. He did some voices for Schoolhouse Rock as well. But uh, so the first episode was in actually an introduction to Scooter Computer and Mr. Chips. And uh, so Scooter Computer, he's he drives around or on a skateboard, so it really should be skateboard. Computer, um, <laughs> but that's all right. It's scooter computer, and Mr. Chips. Is I guess he can scoot around on a skateboard. Okay, fine. Uh, you're right. Um, and Mr. Chips is just a white computer with a green screen with a face on it, and his power cord is always trailing behind him. It's never plugged in. It's just there for decoration. I'm not mm. sure how he stays powered on, but he does. 
So good for him. Knife, knife. Uh, so, uh, so the first episode they did was just an introduction to Scooter Computer and uh, the fact that he got a new computer and he was excited about it. And he just talks about it. I think I've got the introduction right here and uh, we'll play a little bit of it. All right, let's hear it. Okay, let me see here. Get to the actual part of it where it starts the commercial. To have some fun or pass a quiz, just follow this computer quiz. Scooter Computer and Mr. Chips, they have the answers at the fingertips. When school lets out, I race right home. I'm faster than the bus. I just can't wait to see my friend who's come to live with us. He's quite unique, this friend of mine, like none you've ever seen. He's full of fancy circuitry. Instead of fingers, he has keys. And where a normal face should be, he's got a special screen. Oh yeah, I I do remember those better now. I remember that you know little bridge there about instead of fingers he has keys. Right. So in this uh, song, and we won't play the whole thing, but it continues to talk about how different members of the family help him. So we actually get to see Scooter's mother and his father and his sister using the uh, computer in different ways. Because in the other commercials, you really just see Scooter, Computer, and Mr. Chips, as you would expect, interacting with one with another. Okay, but I, I did see at the beginning he was plugged up, but then once he started typing, it was almost like a, I don't know, a super book effect. He came <laughs> to life and he just started to, you know, be sentient. Right, yeah, it was kind of weird because he, he, he just starts dancing around and he doesn't act as much like a computer except for the different cutaways when they talk about how the computer is being used. Otherwise, I guess he just likes to dance with Scooter. <laughs> yeah, they were like probably doing a little figure skating routine for a second there. So the other episodes they made with this, besides the one introduction that I played, they made three more. Um, one on, so on software, one on hardware, and one on uh, being a number cruncher. Hardware is probably the most interesting or deep one. <laughs> it explores the limits of computers, how they'll never know things like morality because they have no brain. Oh, my goodness. And instead rely only on hardware. <laughs> so that's, very, that's very deep. I didn't know they dug that quite deep into it. I'm not even sure I saw all these growing up. I would assume I did, but it's been lost to time if I have. Yeah, you know, that's the way when I started researching these. I thought, I think I saw these, but I don't really remember them. The songs aren't as catchy as a schoolhouse rock, at least in my opinion. But they are entertaining. So we'll play a little bit of that uh, uh, about the computer thinking. Okay, I, I do want to hear that one. And then here we go again with this. <laughs> yeah, that's them dancing around each other making that sound. I don't know why. Here I am and there you stand such distance in between. Cause I am a human and you are a machine. How can I communicate exactly what I mean? When I am a human and you are a machine. Parlez-vous français? 
Habla Espanol? I am a computer with so much in store. If you could learn my language or I could speak in yours, then I'd do more work for you than you could ever dream. Though you are a human and I am a machine. Okay, I'll give it a try. First of all, please clear your mind and listen closely, Scooter. Forget the words you thought you knew and start to think computer. Computers change the letters and the numerals humans type to a numbered code made up of things that we call bits and bytes. Bits? Bytes? In computer, Scooter, a byte is several digits, all standing in a row, that represent a letter or a number that you know. For instance, when you write an A, this byte is what I see, and double O, one, one, double O, one, one, this is my way of saying Wow, I mean that one. I think that was you're getting like computer science one on one in college with some of that stuff. Yeah, they're actually talking about binary and ASCII representation of of alphabets and things like that. So it's kind of deep stuff. They've also they talk about basic um, in in that discussion. Um, so basic. That's the Beginner's all-purpose symbolic instructional code, if I recall. Yes, yeah, or instruction code. It may be instruction code. Either way, that's kind of how that works, and that basic bridges the uh, communication language between the two, so good good for the basic. Uh, so that's how he can speak to the computer, because he is a human, and he's a machine. Exactly, and the hardware is, is very similar. He talks about um, how people assume that he can think and... He can't because he's just a computer. And then number cruncher is is the other one where he's trying to help uh, Scooter Computer with his statistics. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a statistician on his baseball team. Oh, okay. And, uh, so, like, got to keep track of all yeah, the Yeah, Scooter numbers. Computer, or Mr. Chips explains that he's a number cruncher, a mathematical muncher, and how he can rearrange numbers and add them up and all that stuff. Uh, so that's why you need a computer to help you out with your number crunching. Exactly. So, so that was kind of the discussion of those. Um, again, they didn't make many of those, uh, but they actually had a lot of merchandise for this, which I thought was kind of interesting as I started researching it. I didn't know that there was any merchandise. This is just for the Zach of all trades or no, the no, scooter just computer? No, scooter computer. So um, they, they had a golden book called The Computer in the Candy Store. Wow. I had never seen that before. And they had a sticker book. They had flashcards for introductory computer language. Uh, coloring and activity book from Golden Books, which included facts about computers such as Scooter speaks English, Mr. Chips uses a language called Basic, and jokes such as Why did the elephant miss the circus train? Uh, I don't know. Why did the elephant miss the circus train? Because it took him too long to pack his trunk. Uh, oh my! Isn't what that is, great? What does that have to do with computers? Uh, nothing. Um, <laughs> there were also activities. Now, here's one, such as two separate pages with an image on it, and then a challenge presented on the second page. How many things can you find that are not on the same street they were on the last page? And then, do you think your memory of the scene was more like RAM or ROM memory in a computer? Wow, that's almost a philosophical question. <laughs> so, yeah, there was also a Texas Instruments Magic Wand Speaking Library tie-in book, which is pretty smart if you think about that for this kind of uh, merchandise. Yeah, that I would have liked that growing up. Yeah, um, there was a card game 
that was put out by Golden that was described as follows. Scooter Computer and Mr. Chips present a madcap card game with a computer <laughs> twist. The fun begins as players lay down cards in a sequence attempting to win the game by building a computer program. More fun follows as the winner must act out his program, reciting tricky tongue twisters and performing hilarious stunts. An easy-to-learn game with no computer know-how required. So basically, the cards were just numbered 10 to 100, like a basic program. Okay. And uh, each card had instructions the user had to act out, such as count backwards from 10 to 1, which is neither a hilarious stunt or a tricky tongue twister, (laughs) but whatever. There were also four pirate cards. It's unclear how they worked because I couldn't find the instructions, but one, you could surmise that they would let you steal a card, much like a computer pirate. Yeah, arg. (laughs) Yeah. So... (laughs) So um, we always talk about the voices behind these things. Okay, yeah. I didn't recognize that voice except generic kid voice. Right. Well, it's because it was probably it was a generic kid. Um, but the, it was, his name was Daryl Stern. And uh, he was the voice of Scooter Computer. And a bit of art imitates life. He now owns his own company, Stern Inbound Marketing, which is a digital marketing firm. Deals with technical topics such as responsive web design. And search engine optimization. <laughs> so he really did get help by Scooter Computer. Yeah, so it's nice to know he's still involved or, with computers. Or Mr. Chips, excuse me. Well, yeah, I know what you meant. So he, but he's still involved with computers, at least in some fashion. Now, and strangely, and yet to me oddly fascinating and kind of wonderful, he also has his own channel on TikTok where he sings songs from like Broadway's, Broadway's Pippin and Christmas songs and John Denver songs and others like that. So would would you like to hear some of the Daryl Stern is his name? Would you like to hear some of this? I would love to hear the modern day scooter computer serenade me. Okay, well, strap in. Here we go. Take me home, country roads, to the place I belong. Oh, West Virginia, mountain. mountain. Take me home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. How, what'd you think about that? Uh, I say stick to the uh, software. <laughs> well, he definitely has a, a a lust for life, and you know he enjoys singing and uh, sharing his talent with everybody. <laughs> talent, so called. And uh, so, if you want to check him out on TikTok, it's at scooter.computer. Uh, so he still uh, goes by that. Oh, well, why wouldn't he? Uh, I'm not going to give out his phone number on the podcast, but he has published it online. Uh, if you want, if you look up Scooter Computer and Daryl Stern, you'll, you'll find it pretty quickly. Uh, he actually encourages you to feel free to call me if you're a, a, a Scooter Computer fan. Well, so, we, we really should have called him for this podcast. I'm going to say, if, a pod, if we were ever going to have a guest on the, pack, on the podcast, he might just be the one. We, we may have to reach out to him and broach the subject. Right. So I think he would be very happy to talk to anybody. <laughs> then who, again, but if so, I have to backtrack and erase the part where I, you know, didn't really extol the virtues of his singing. Well, so you know, the, that's subjective. It's all in fun. Right, yeah. So Mr. Chips, you probably haven't heard of him either. It's, his name was Bob Caliban with a K. And... uh He's been a performer, mostly voice work for several years. Nothing really famous. He was in a few episodes of Car 54, where are you, in the early 60s. <laughs> uh, voice work for family circus TV movies. 
which for some reason I kind of remember as being really depressing. Yeah, I remember them being very serious. All I wanted was to see, you know, uh, Billy run through different dot to dot dots, you know, places. Yeah, those were always the best ones, weren't yeah, they? They were. Um, he did voice work for little known specials like BC, uh, Rock, I Go Pogo, The Berenstain Bears Meet Big Paw, The Charmkins, Starla and the Jewel Riders. I don't remember half of these. Right. He's also on Facebook if you want to ask him to be your friend and express your appreciation for his work as Mr. Chips. Oh, man. If we could get Scooter Computer and Mr. Chips on the same, like a do a reunion. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd have to fold this up and say we've done all we came here to do. Yeah. That would be the best. So that is uh, what I had today. It's, that's Zach of All Trades and Scooter Computer and Mr. Chips for you. Wow. That was quite a refreshing stroll down memory lane. Well, I'm glad you liked it. It oh. certainly brought back a lot of memories for me as I was doing the research on these uh, interesting, interesting options here. All right. Well, we have a few items of food news because, well, that's what we always have. Um, this one was interesting. This is the one I wanted to really talk about, which was Kellogg's unveiling a new uh, snack line, which is just bigger versions of some of their signature cereals. Okay, that's strange. They're called Jumbo Snacks, snacks spelled S-N-A-X. Because it's cooler that way. That's right. But So they've got Fruit Loops, they've got Corn Pops, they've got Apple Jacks, and they have a bigger version of the Frosted Flakes, but they're shaped like tiger paws, and they're called tiger paws. Okay, well, the name makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but they're basically like just a bigger version of the cereal. If you can imagine, you know, the size of the cereal, each individual piece, these are just bigger versions. And they come in either 12 half-ounce bags per box or a shareable six-ounce bag that you can, you know, reseal once you've got some tiger paws or whatever. So it's just like big cereal pieces? Just big cereal pieces. Same thing, just that's, bigger. That's really weird. And they call it a snack. Okay. I mean, I know a lot of people eat cereal breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They have it as a snack anytime. So I kind of get what they're going for here, but I don't know why you would buy this instead of cereal. Oh, well, I don't either, but I do think this is interesting. It's a snack, so you know what that means. No milk. No, that's right. Well, you know, you know how I feel about milk and cereal. <laughs> that's right. I just thought that was interesting that they have a snack version of this, and of course, it's a snack. So why would you have milk with it? Hmm. It's like they're admitting something. That's interesting. <laughs> exactly. A um, couple new spring lineups from Hostess. They've got carrot cake donuts. If you like carrot cake, I do not. Uh, strawberry Twinkies. That do anything for you? Uh, uh, Strawberry is a hard flavor to make artificial unless you make it like a citrusy, like a Starburst or a Skittle. If you make it too sweet, it gets off really quick. Very true. And then they call them spring cupcakes, but really they just look like the same cupcakes. They just change the color on top to like a purple pastel. Okay. Well, I guess. I'll tell you what. Last time I had the cupcakes, the special cupcakes anyway, they were tiny. So either I've gotten really fat or they just shrunk them and didn't tell anybody. And probably a little bit of column A and a little from column B. <laughs> okay. Um, if you like frozen pizza, DiGiorno has a new line of what they call a croissant crust. That seems really rich. Uh, I'm looking at the picture of it, and they advertise it as flaky and buttery layers of crust. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about that. 
I, I think I'd try it, but I'm not sure if I'd like it. Yeah, I know it's going to be very rich. Uh, there's a new potato chip out from Lay's. It's based on Frank's hot sauce. Okay, well, I'd try that. I like trying the new Lay's. Yeah, I like Frank's hot sauce anyway, so that would be good. And then, uh, spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear these, just go ahead and turn it down. But the new summer uh, blizzard menu from Dairy Queen has been revealed. So if you want to know what the new uh, limited time blizzard flavor for the summer, listen on. Uh, they're bringing back cotton candy. That's always a good one. Uh, and s'mores. Mm. Yeah, I'm never going to get me excited about s'mores. Uh, your new ones are Oreo cheesecake. Okay. I wonder if it would be those little cheesecake bites they always try to throw in. Uh, frosted animal cookie. Well, I think they're copying off the of Cold Stone. They've already had that well, frosted I mean, cookie. And, and last time we talked about the great value from Walmart as have a circus animal too. So I don't know. Whoever is in charge of the circus animal cookies, <laughs> I mean, you need, to, you need to give them a raise because they have been out hustling promoting these circus animal cookies. I guess so. My goodness. That's really weird. It's a coincidence. Uh, there's one flavor called Wonder Woman Cookie Collision, which I'm not even sure the movie's going to come out when they said it was going to, so that flavor may not make sense at all. I don't know, but a bunch of cookies and ice cream, it's not going to be bad. Yeah, that, I mean, I don't know any other details about it other than that. And then finally, the one called Raspberry Fudge Bliss. It sounds indulgent. Yeah, raspberries, I'm sure, in it, and some sort of fudge. I don't know where the bliss comes in. Maybe just the combination is just blissful. I don't know. I don't know either. All right. That was my uh, food news that you can use. So feel free to try something. We talked about the triple lupa last time. We did uh, try that, and it's pretty good. I found it messy, hard to eat. Yeah, messy. Just it's a two or three napkin entree, so enjoy that. Yeah, carefully, of course. Yeah, maybe it was fine. I don't know if I'd get it again, but it wasn't gross. <laughs> yeah, and that's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> yeah, that's what they were looking for. Not gross. Well, crypto is scratching up the door, so it's time to go. If you enjoyed the podcast and you want to help us out, subscribe on iTunes, leave a five-star review, go to our website, which is packbrospodcast.com, P-A-C-K-B-R-O-S, podcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, at Pack Bros Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Pack Bros Podcast. There's a pattern there. But what if you want to email us? Well, you can email us at Pack Bros Podcast uh, at gmail.com. Well, we're nothing if not consistent. That's right. Except we're consistently putting on episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we are consistently inconsistent about that. Yeah, there you go. That's, see, it's on purpose. All right. Uh, that's all I have. So, Thanks again, and we will catch you next time. All right. Thanks, everybody. Till then. All right. Bye.